are live. Chris Denman here, one-on-one with the great Ben Bailey in town. And I'm sorry, I'm talking kind of loud, given your uh, your state. <laughs> no, I'm okay. Ben, how are you, man? Good to have you back here at the Funny Bone this weekend, dude. St. Louis gets pumped for you, man. Yeah, it's it seems like it. I don't I don't know why, but I blame your TV. Uh, but show. I'm happy to be here. And you're funny. That helps. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm I'm a little hungover. I'm. It's not too bad. But yeah? we well, had a good time at the club last night. And yeah, uh, it's, it's easy to do that too. Have you ever yeah. done the thing? And I won't say her name. She's from Georgia and her rhymes with Era Iana. But if. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever done the thing where you have a late show over there and then you over serve yourself at the like mid late show? Sometimes they'll do like an eleven o'clock show. Oh wow! It's eleven o'clock on a Friday or Saturday. Right. You're over there BSing. I was uh, chit chatting, having some fun with a comic over there, and she definitely. It was. She made fun of herself that she was kind of sloppy going back up at the last. Uh, at oh, the on, last the, on the on the late show. Happen? Yeah. Well, I usually do too. I haven't done a like a late late show in a long right. time. Uh, <laughs> Those are. Interesting, but I, I sure. used to I used to have a few drinks in me for the late show. Yeah. I don't want to be the only sober person in the room, you know. No, that would get kind of weird. <laughs> it's better <laughs> if you have a couple in you because they're going to be pretty loaded. Yeah, that's very true, dude. It's uh, we talked to you last year, and you're here. You're back. You're having some fun. Uh, I just listened to you on Corolla recently so oh yeah, yeah a lot of fun with the new uh, inception of cash cab man yeah that's that's got to be great too especially ubers out there now too so i bet the yeah. cab industry like kind of like our guys back yeah, yeah they totally were yeah. they were like yeah man we don't need an uber we got <laughs> the cash cab is back we got such a reaction from people in new york when we right. were out shooting again it was yeah. like it was amazing that's so wild i wonder too Obviously, it's a smart, funny concept, but there's a lot of smart, funny concepts that get mm. that get left behind. Yeah, the name's perfect. I don't know. You're the the right man for the job. Like, what's what's the success from? You think and and a revival too. You had yeah, like seven years, first time uh, around, six years, something like that. Oh, uh, we did. We were eight, and then eight. we didn't do it for four, and then now we've been doing it again for the last two. That's awesome. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, I you know. We've often wondered, like, what exactly? Mm-hmm. Just a lot of things just sort of clicked with the show, right? And I mean, it didn't just happen either. Like, we went out, and I drove that cab around New York for three weeks, twelve plus hours a day, six days a week. Before we were like, okay, like right. we had this. I remember we had this one game. We had these two women. We picked. I picked them up, and we drove across town, like downtown, dropped them off on the Lower East Side cliffhanger of a game we didn't think they were going to win uh they won they went for it and they won again and like that was the first time that we all were like this could be something great man like that because there was some drama in it or or yeah and it was it was super fun and there was some drama and it was just so engaging like we were everybody was caught up in the game and the show and we were like this could really be something so it didn't just happen but yeah but on a certain level things did kind of just fall into place and just the whole thing just sort of gelled and there was something right about the timing of it right it's almost cheating too when you stick somebody who has the comedic chops that you have (laughs) in a situation like that because it probably feels like at home to some people uh oh i could i could run that I could run that game. No, you couldn't. Right. <laughs> it's probably yeah. much harder than it seems. Could I'm trying to think who else could it, would it have to be a comic? Somebody that's super quick on their feet and able to kind of deal with weird situations. And yeah, well, I think comedians are suited to hosting game shows for sure. for that reason. We're used to kind of keeping things 
up and and moving lively along. and uh, and moving along. Yeah, but the, you know the thing about cash cab is. You also have to drive a car through New York City traffic at the same time, which special skill, which is another thing that you know some people are not so so great at. Right. Uh, it's the, it's it's easily the hardest, the most difficult job I've ever had. Interesting. Hosting the cash. Part. Oh, the hosting the cash hosting cab. cash cab while you know the whole thing. It's it's especially when you're hammered. Yeah, you know, and I'm usually I'm pretty good and drunk by the yeah. time we're uh, we're actually picking people that. up. Yeah, yeah. Good for you though. Yeah, functional. You know, it's another. It's just another skill set. Yeah, my <laughs> uncle has that skill set. That's like <laughs> does he? That's like uh, the beginning of stripes. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just wish I had all that cough syrup. <laughs> that old lady with like a million bags. Yes. Gosh, I haven't seen that in forever. That's like four movies in one, Stripes. It's a great movie. For sure. And then anything that's getting quoted by mostly, I mean, people who were definitely not around whenever it came out, that's some staying power, too. Yeah, man. I mean, you'll see people still do the, that's a fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. (laughs) Such a great movie, man. It is. Is this, uh, are we terrestrial or can we... Uh, we've been pimping it all morning on the morning show. This is a podcast. So we can say whatever the... Say whatever you want, man. Fuck, I want to. Oh, go. thank God. I've been yes. editing all morning. It's nice to <laughs> just it, say fuck once in a while, you takes, know? It takes a pro to be able to be entertaining and talk to radio people in a random city every weekend. But then whenever you can kind of cut it loose, it's nice, too. It's right? nice to not have to edit. Yeah, yeah it is. How does, how does your act work? Do you ever run into... Anybody that's come out that's uh, just a real wholesome cash cab fan. Oh yeah, and maybe they uh, they see something that their delicate sensibilities weren't prepared for. Yes, and sometimes they get up and leave. That's so. Yeah, right. you're a funny guy, and you and you're respected. And <laughs> what a what a people. I, I just have a weird them. idea. Like, yeah, you know, this one woman stood up. I was at the House of Blues in Boston, packed house, mm-hmm. big venue, totally packed. This woman. Just gets up and, w- and she's walking toward me down the aisle to leave to go out, you know. Yeah. And uh, she's leaving, and I see she's got a young uh, girl with her. Mm-hmm. So it's her daughter, who's like sixteen or something. She's probably already ruined, if we're being honest. Her daughter knows knows all the swear words, you know. Right. And so this woman is, gets up and she's leaving, and she's like, she's making it's noticeable. She's like, got to get everyone has to get up to let her. Walk out of the row and then right. she's walking down the middle. And they sat through an opener and a feature for you. Yes, yeah. Who both swore plenty. Right. You know, like I had a, this. There's another story when I was in Atlantic in Atlantic City when this guy got up. I had my friend Greg Rogel is a great comic. He he featured for me so we could like go hang out together. Yeah. This is a totally separate story from the House of Blues, but it's quick. We'll bring it back. Um, and these people get up and they're leaving, and I and I go I go What's the matter? You, you guys are leaving? You were ten minutes into the show, and this guy goes. I don't care for the language. <laughs> and I go, and I go, Rogel said cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you stayed, you stayed for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know this isn't how it's going to end, but I would be so happy if that guy, and I can't even do the accent, that accent's perfect. If that guy looked at you and goes, hey, you got a point, and sat back down. <laughs> yeah, and sat back down favorite. and stayed. Yeah, you're like, you know, he did. That's a great point. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me You're so absolutely happy. right. I was wrong to leave. 
Right. We should have left then if we were going to, and now we'll stay. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you another opportunity. Yeah, in a perfect world. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been a great way for it to Can end. Can I send a beer to the stage? <laughs> That's <laughs> that not what happened. No, they, it's not. In reality, they left yeah. and were offended and complained. And they probably cussed somebody out on their way home for like going through a stop sign. Well, that's what happened. That's the that's another interesting thing is they like holding me to a standard that they almost definitely don't live up to themselves. There's no way. The woman in Boston, back to the House of Blues, was started swearing at me. She's she's walking out of my show because I'm swearing, and I'm giving her a hard time, and she gets fed up, and she calls me an asshole, and she says <laughs> "fuck you" to me. And it was in Boston. And this is in Boston. Oh, yeah. She had that. I hope she had that. Just oh, she had the Boston accent. accent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I go now. You're saying "fuck you" to me while you're leaving my show because I said "fuck." Right. And she was like, "You're an asshole." <laughs> And then she's like at the door. I mean, everyone's laughing. It was funny through the whole thing. And as she was leaving, I was like, your daughter thinks I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> More so than she did when when you came in. You know, Exactly. She was just like, yeah, gave me this, this really nasty look and stormed out. To this day, that daughter's second and third husbands are going to be really jealous of how she feels about when Cash Cap comes on. Yeah. Oh, I love this girl. She's just like, oh, <laughs> she's going to really, and she doesn't know why she loves you either. But yeah, she, she won't remember that. Ingrained it in her, unfortunately. It's and, really interesting little thing. Like, parents often will bring kids to shows. Mm-hmm. Not not that they're not like minors, but yeah. like they'll be there with their kids and they'll both be. Worried about the language or oh, the right. subject matter yeah. for the other one, like if you know, neither one would like, care if they weren't there with their mom or with their kid. Yeah, you it's know, it's like watching a a Seth Rogen movie with your parent. Like your yeah. dad and mom like, are probably like, "This is pretty funny," and then whenever there's some silly sex scene, everybody's like, "Are they laughing?" Uh, yeah, yeah. This there's is a awkward. weird dynamic, yeah. isn't there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's strange, and you can probably feel that or pick it out pretty easily from stage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're like, everyone's laughing, but there's like a mom and a daughter just like <laughs> nervously sitting there looking wide eyed, you know, like, come on, you two, lighten let's, up. Let's break down the barriers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What, uh, you're a big guy. You played some college baseball? No, uh, no, no, no. I didn't nothing? play. I didn't play. Damn I played it, club sports in, uh, okay. have you ever had anybody mess with you at a show where they, sure, where they, they yeah. try to get a little physical or something? Uh, I've. Or, it's funny. This seems to be coming up today. I, does, oh, did this get asked earlier? Uh, something like that. I, I've I've removed. I've been my own bouncer before. I've I was gonna thrown say, people out a few times. People yeah. larger than other people. Like I, I don't know how many <laughs> like, shows I've ran or how many things. Or I worked at a brewery, a very laid back brewery. Right. And I remember like collaring dudes, just like why? Why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, right, I'm, sorry, I'm <laughs> yeah. born a little taller than a few of the people. Yeah. Here, shouldn't we have a busser or somebody do this? There but, should be security or something to yeah. to do this. But You've if there little, isn't, yeah. you have to do it yourself. Self bouncing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. Like wow. again, it's like the people walking out. Like why did you choose to come here on a Friday? Yeah. What are you doing? Here? What's your money? Yeah. It's very strange. I've had a couple where the guys in the crowd are like, "Oh yeah." Well, you want to, you know, yeah. and I'm like, okay, <laughs> if you want, you if you really want to, I, like, yeah. I got a lot out. of pent up anger, dude. Yeah. I, I usually, I don't know if you can here. see me from where you are, but <laughs> right. unless, uh, unless you're Scotty Pippen, I don't think it's going to work out for you, man. It's, it's interesting too. I've done a bunch of stuff. Um, I don't remember. I think we talked about this last time, but, uh, with like Ian Bag, another yeah. big dude up on yep. stage. Yeah. He's had to do that where people run up to the stage, and it's not, you know, it's not the uh, Pauly Shore getting decked on stage or something. Right, but right. There are those instances. I always just find that interesting. It's not even from, 
I mean, it sucks. You have to deal with it, but it's the psychology of the crowd member that's that yeah. that's what's happened. Yeah, and that's gonna happen to them once a month for the rest of their life because it's not about you. It's yeah, them. no, it's yeah. them. It's them for sure. I've had instances where it's not always been like that's the end of it. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'll you know, if you want, if you're gonna force it there, then I'll sure. then I'll you know, I'm not. What am I gonna do? Run yeah. run away from you? Or right. like, I gotta do three I can't more shows. Do I that. Accept this challenge. But I've I've also had a couple of instances where uh, some guys come in and they're purposely fucking up the show, and I rip them a new one, and then there's a but there's a bunch of them. A couple times I've had it. There's like yeah. four guys, and they're like, "We're gonna wait for you <laughs> after the show," and I'm like, "Well, then this show is gonna go really long." <laughs> Some right. some little club in Carolina somewhere. These dudes rolled in, and uh, it was it wasn't at a college, but it was close to a college, and like most of the audience was college kids. Mm-hmm. And these dudes came in late, yeah. talking, making noise, and uh, and I started ripping on them. Yeah, and like saying, "You guys make a choice. You can't be a college student and a and a gangster. You know, <laughs> you can only look so tough carrying a biology book." Like I ripped them for ten minutes, and, no, and yeah. then I realized that they were not college students. They were actually they, gang gang were members. Townies. Like they yeah. were gonna kill me. <laughs> they were like everyone. The whole it was quiet and frightening. And people are like, and I did two and a half hours of, <laughs> of stand up comedy that night the club like, to a crowd of like, like, no, no, just watch the door. <laughs> just let me know when those guys have left because they're gonna shoot me when I oh walk out the door. Gosh, that's it's what, pretty scary. What an occupational hazard? Like yeah. an accountant doesn't have that, right? No. Ah. That's that too bad. That was a pretty scary situation there. Well, they were gone by the time I they came were, out. They got out of there? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. These other kids were like, dude, those guys are not, they're, they're those not guys are Delta not, Delta yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're not who you think they are, man. They have real problems. They're gonna, they, they have guns, <laughs> and they will, sh- they will kill you. I'm yeah. Like, Okay, well, we're going to stay here for a while then. (laughs) Who wants to hear a story? (laughs) It all started when I was was four years old and... No, continue. That was pretty... They're they're here. Oh, the guys are here? Yeah, they just got here. Let's work it out. I want to hear the story. No, uh, so you're at the Funny Bone all weekend long. You had fun last night. Yeah, I had a great time. Do you... Are you going to have fun all weekend? Are you going to have beverages? Or now do you shut it down for the weekend and uh, recover? I will. I'll have some tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow night I won't. There you go. Because I gotta get up. Home. I gotta fly home. I gotta go back to my life. Yeah. But I can't. And I can't. Like, I I say I was partying. And I'm a little hungover. It wasn't bad. Right. I I kept it. I kept it reasonable There's, because I know that if I don't, like, if I partied last night and then partied tonight, right. I, I'm not 25 years old. I will. 34. Be. I can't do it. Anymore. I will be a mess. Like I will. I won't even be like physically in bad shape. Just my mood. I'll just be like, why am I so depressed? Why do I feel so terrible right. about everything? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, it's the depressants, I think. Yes. Maybe it's the 10 gallons of depressants that you drank over the last two days. Still subtly <laughs> coursing through your veins. Yeah, yeah. Right. That might add on to something like that. So are you in New York still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm back and forth. I'm in LA. LA uh, too. Not quite half the time, but yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, how are uh, how are the scenes treating you? What are you uh, What are you kind of noticing? Is there even is it just business as usual? I mean, 
any kind of new talent that you're noticing, any kind of formats. We had the big, the unfortunate stuff with Louis C.K. and all that. Kind yeah. Of, and then now you're, we have a comeback. I guess that's already happened. Um, well, I haven't actually I been. I'm not trying to even make it a Me Too conversation. It's just interesting to see how scenes are kind of evolving or moving forward. I've actually been in the clubs in L.A. more than the clubs in New York mm-hmm. lately. Uh, just It just sort of works out that way. Yeah. Like, I'm either on the road. I, right. I don't ha- I don't hit the clubs in New York as often as I really? used to. Yeah. That's interesting. Because right? I'm, I'm often on the road, or I'm like I said, I'm spending time in L.A. I'm yeah. kind of pursuing working out at the clubs out there instead of in New York. You know? Big difference in who you're performing to? on The, each the crowds are different, yeah. but, like, the comedy store in L.A. is hot right now. It's like the place to be, man. Like, there's great there lineups, great crowds. It's unbelievable. You're, if you're a comic fan or a comedy fan, and you are able to kind of see who's sitting, getting ready to go up, yeah, or you kind of see who's off to the side, just if you, if you're aware of it, it's heaven on earth. Like, yeah, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Pepitone just kind of walking around. You got yeah. people that are giant stars popping up every once in a while. Guys like you going up and doing ten minutes. Yeah, man. With Ten other people, you're on your level. Yeah, like that's so fun. It's a cool. It's a great place to be watching and doing comedy right now. This yeah. comedy store. It's just such an interesting place. It is the club. Like it's been there for a long time. And, and then it even had a downtime itself. A mat and then yeah. the resurgence. What? Ten years ago? Eight years ago? Yeah, something yeah, something like that. The yeah. last eight years or so, it's really kind of turned around. The Improv oh was like the hot club in L.A. for a long time. So weird. And the Laugh Factory cool. sort of jumped in. Yeah. Uh, and the store was, you know, struggling. Yeah. I don't know if they were like financially struggling or what for a while, but they were not the place to be for right. quite a while. And now they totally are again. It's, it's, it's so interesting, man. And yeah, it's like, what? Ma- how does it? How does it change? It's. I don't know. I guess you thank Joe Rogan for everything. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. massively changes yeah. all kinds of society and everything else. But no, it, it is. Super interesting, and if anybody's traveling out there, even if you're, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're obviously into comedy, but it's it's just an experience. You pop in; it's not expensive to go in. You go yeah. in on a weeknight. Yep. You can see your favorite comics. You can see up and comers that are killers. Maybe somebody yep. celebrity will pop in. It's it's interesting, man. It's, so, yeah, it's worth checking it out. Absolutely. So, what else we need to know? What do you got? Work? What do you work? What do you what are you pushing right now, buddy? <laughs> right now, I, honestly, I'm trying to. Uh, Want to shoot a special with my iPhone real quick? Like, yeah, everybody's putting out specials every two days now. Yeah, let's do it. I, I actually am ready yes! to, to tape one. That's awesome. I'm in the. I have a deal in the works, but it's not nothing set yet. But next year, I'll be there'll be a new one. That's awesome. That's yeah. a, it's the right time to do it, man. I joke about that, but you know, you have all these production companies and you have all these outlets for it to live. And if it catches yeah. on, oh. Yeah, it could make a big difference, man. It absolutely could. I'm bringing my podcast back, Tall But True, Very the cool. storytelling show. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Do you I've do been, live shows with that? I've been doing a live storytelling show that's different. It's not Tall But True. It's called What's Your Story? Mm-hmm. It's where I host, and then we have three amateurs tell stories, and we have comic judges. Oh, that's great. And then they win like a prize bag. Like It's a, it's a fun show. I there's there's a whole like storyteller that. world out there like of people who aren't comedians, yeah. but they... They have somehow discovered that they like to tell stories and they're good at it. And like we have a backlog of people that are waiting to do the show. So and it's an art form in itself. I did. Yeah, there's oh, a yeah, show. Um, sorry, please continue. It's a local show here, and it's very funny. It's very interesting. I did it. I do. I talk for three hours a day. I host stuff. I you know whatever. I've done stuff in front of a couple thousand people. Whatever. 
I was like, I'm gonna crush this thing. This is gonna be fun. I'm, I'm gonna these people be eating out of my hand. <laughs> right. I go up. I was a little off on the format. <laughs> the longest oh. ten minutes I've ever had. Oh my wow. My point being, you were doing stand up, and it was meant to be a story. Went, or you know what it was? I was tossing things like we would on a radio show, where or a live podcast. Like um, if you do a live podcast with Corolla or something, like there's your thing. Right. You're basically feeding him. And then he says something to you, and then you're, you know, you're bullshitting the whole time. Right, right. I remember just lobbing some softballs, like, yeah, they're going to run with this and make fun of me. And they were just, like, looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) They just didn't say anything. I was like, come on, guys. But then I realized, I was like, I'm not playing their game, and this is their damn show. Right. But it's one of those things where if it's a storytelling show, you could be really good at it, but it's also a skill on its own. uh, It absolutely is. Like you said, amateurs, too. Just because you know you're a good stand-up doesn't mean you're going to go tell a good story that's at least captivating in that moment. There's a lot I of stand-ups that are not good storytellers. Very true. Some of them don't even want to get into it. But well, you think about it, like George Carlin, or <laughs> you have guys that were literally rehearsing their act. You know yeah. what I mean beforehand. So yeah, that's much different than it's much different than beats recounting a, and, yeah something that really happened to you and. And doing it in a way that keeps everybody interested, and it builds, and it the slow build is yeah. so important. Yeah, man, that's how that that I've I've always been a storyteller. Mm-hmm. Long before I started doing stand up, I would perform more or less for my family and my friends, just telling stories. Right. And I never realized uh, that I really had a knack for it, and that's kind of what led me into stand up. Uh, but now. I've gotten older. I don't hang out with the same guys like that I grew up with and stuff. And I see them once in a while, and they I realized that they're telling my stories. Really? Like we we all some of them we all live together or whatever. But they're yeah. when they're talk when they talk about the good old days, they're they're doing they're basically because you put it into doing, their head yeah, so yeah. eloquently. Right? So they, yeah, now they're like I'm like he's using he's. This is my good friend telling a story the way that I always told it. Isn't that And wild? I don't think he knows that he's right. doing it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but it transports all of you back to the same place and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. They all and they'll like they all do it. <laughs> I'm like, I must I must be good at this yeah. because these guys my stories are the ones that these guys are telling still, you know. They're playing the hits, man. Yeah, we're just playing the hits. <laughs> but it's that, it's a it's definitely a, a different skill set from stand up. We used to do a live show called Urban Myth. Mm-hmm. It was just supposed to be comics telling stories. Some of the biggest name guys that came in, they couldn't do it. They would just start doing their act. And then our crowd would be like, whoa. Like, everyone would be like, you're not supposed to. It's not entertaining. And then because, unfortunately, it's a watered-down version of their act, right? I mean, like, in a way, it is storytelling. Yeah, or they would just bail on the whole story thing and just, you know, because they, they weren't getting a laugh or they, you know, and we're like, Can't no, no, that. just tell a story. You don't have to get a laugh every five seconds right. or ten. Just tell the story. <laughs> and they're, they're like, they're what do you mean? That's so I can't. Strange. Some people just don't have that gene. That's uh, most comics nowadays because they have podcasts or they've been on a million podcasts or something. Yeah, yeah. There's a difference, too, with podcasting and radio and everything like that, too where thankfully there's only been a few where you're literally just like, it's like you're dragging an anchor. Yeah. And it's like, do you want people to get excited that you're in town? Because <laughs> I can't tell the way this interview is going. And I know that 99% of people that come in here have at least an okay time, like at worst. Yeah, yeah. Give it your best to sell some tickets. Oh, they just give you like no, nothing to go on. You ask them a question, they're like, yeah. 
<laughs> right. Well, it's like you're like, all right. We'll this is gonna in, be a short interview, dude. It sure is. And I was like, what if I put it in your terms? Like, if I come to your show and I and something's funny, and the crowd just goes, ha, that's <laughs> right there. Do you do you quiet? Like that? <laughs> that happens once in a while. You get a crowd that laughs for a three second burst, and they're like, what's next? <laughs> Like, I hate you people. <laughs> when like, is this going to be over? All of a sudden, you do 90 minutes of material in 20. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're like, like right, well, that was my whole show. There was no laughter filling time in the middle. <laughs> well, this weekend, Funny Bone, you've got the special next year. Cash Cab's rocking. Man, so good. Got to a see new it. game show in the works. New I have game a new show? Uh, original music album no. that I haven't released yet. Really? I just played it for the guys at the club last night. They were. Yeah. It went over pretty well. They seemed to like it. Like, what kind of electronica do you play? Like, uh, does that work? No, no electronica. <laughs> he won't even play along. He's like, uh-uh, dude. Uh-uh. Gonna, what, what kind of music do you play? Seriously, it's rock. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of like classic be. rock kind of stuff. That's know? awesome, though. Like Some a little bit of guitar folk. licks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Little folk. A little bit of like folk rock kind of a feel to some of them. Mm-hmm. Some I and I'm only about halfway through the ones that I've. Uh, like I've done eight of sixteen songs that I have, so I figure I'll have two albums. But there's some that are like um, that I'm saving for the next one that are like slightly different. Like there's a couple of reggae tunes and uh, like one that's kind of maybe would be considered metal. Really? Yeah, there's all different stuff. It's are just, you going to tour on that? I don't know if if enough people want to come out and 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 hear us. Absolutely. Take advantage of that cash cab crowd, dude. Yeah, well, we'll come see. Come to the show, do you know, five the, minutes up top, play music, rock out, man. They're already confused enough. They're like, <laughs> this guy does stand-up? Wait, wait a minute. Now, now they like, have a band. They're like, wait, wait, ho- hold on. What the fuck? Yeah, what is happening? Just pick here? something and right. make it easy for us, you, you know. Just look directly at the camera. My brain won't stop. <laughs> I can't help it. I have to create. Yeah, that's but how it is. Man. It's always been a, a hobby, music, and I and I always wanted to record my own st- my own songs, so I finally did. So I'm going to put it out there. I just have to figure out. That's exciting. Seriously. It's really I'm really excited about it. I put a shit ton of work into it. Well, congratulations. I, the last 2 years impressive. it's been a big focus of mine just trying to get this stuff done and well, I, I don't know what to do with it. For a special and new material. Yeah, well that's kind of like that's happening uh just by doing the shows, you know. Yeah. I'm I, I do uh, I do my best writing on stage. Right. Really. I mean, I have ideas, and but then I go out and, f- and flesh it out live and mm-hmm. in the moment, and uh, and that's the stuff that sticks around. So, I'm kind of creating new stuff all the time, and it just happens that I'm ready to do a new stand-up special right at the same time that this music album is done. <laughs> and, drop an album, and I'm so. developing a new game show. And that so so how does it work with the game show? With a new game show, I mean, is it under the same production company or something? Not to, no. not to get too technical, but no, no, it's so, totally different, brand new idea. And they're okay, like uh, Cash Cab, say that keeps going for another five, ten, however long years. They're gonna be cool with you being Cash Cab guy and Plinko guy. Or yeah, 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 yeah. I actually had to. We had to have a discussion about it. Uh, Lawyers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they, but they said we're not. Uh, we're not into game. We're not looking to make any game shows or anything anyway. So basically my deal is if I want to make another game show or another show, I have to give them the first crack at it. Oh, yeah. So Discovery, do you want to buy Discovery, this? I'm like, hey, are you guys interested in this? And they're like, it sounds like a cool show, but we're not We're not looking to make another game show. Yeah. So you can chop it around and go do whatever you want. Do you know where you're taking it? I don't know yet, no. That's exciting. Huh? It is, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I've been. It's been in the works for a while, that one, too. 
several years Can I've been you give working any on that one. Tidbits of the concept? I can't. That's so interesting. I can't yet. Even do it. So we do like. Um, in no way am I comparing this to your conceptualized game show and your level, but we do like a roast show and it's unique. Right. You, we have celebrities and rounds and topics and stuff like that. So it's like, it wouldn't be weird to say it's like roast battle, but more, uh, more top. It, it's not, you don't just roast each other and it's really fun right, live right. and everything like that. Then you start looking into what it would take to like make that a weekly game show or something. Right. I, maybe game it's show, a lot of work. Show. It is so, so difficult to do that, to be fresh, to be funny, yep. to have the talent. I mean, on a national level, you can pull in more people and stuff. But it's uh, for you to be doing not one but two, because that requires some work. It's <laughs> and a you lot. would be the host of the new yep. show as well? Yep, I'll be the host of the new yeah. one. And I shot a pilot for a new show, another yeah, different this show. This is getting embarrassing. Called, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's comics telling joke jokes. What? How does this work? Uh, it's just like we're hanging at the back bar at the comedy store, yeah, telling jokes myself and two guests, just talking about like old school joke jokes and oh like, nice and what's funny about them and we tell our favorite ones and you know who who, who told you your first one and everybody's like it's usually a really? grandfather or an uncle and there's like yeah. some story that goes along with that. And there's like I've always been fascinated by those jokes. That's so isn't that weird too? And they get passed along too. Like, yeah. How do the second graders in 1987 have the same jokes as the second graders in 1997? Yeah. Was it parents? Yeah. And know. and and 67 and 57 and like all the way back to like when our parents were kids. Yeah. They were telling the same jokes. Like they they get passed handed handed down, passed along. I and I'm always and like, Tom where do they come of, from? Yeah, I blame Bob and Tom for a lot of jokes from my childhood, I bet. Oh, really? And then my dad was listening to them, and he like just told me, like, hey, I was listening to this on the show. I feel like I regurgitated a lot of Bob and Tom jokes in elementary school. I <laughs> That's that, cool, that radio man. show, too, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe that was it. That's the stuff, too. That's super interesting. It's almost the way you're describing it. Like, an almost docu-style. It's almost podcast-esque. It in is. The, in the conversation. In the, it is, not, yeah. It's not uh, three-minute hits, you know, on TV through a commercial. It yeah. sounds like it's more more nuanced and developed and interesting. Yeah, in that sense, that's that's uh, it is. It's a little more my beats, pod podcasty feel. Yeah, but it's you know it's it's video. It's like <laughs> it's real. It's real, Chris. Well, no, no, but it's it it is real. It's just that we're taping it. No, I you know, know we're shooting it too. Is the only difference really? But so the feel weird. of it is like people sitting around talking and telling jokes. That's exciting. It's fun. It's really fun, man. And I can't, I'm still hearing jokes that I haven't heard. Really? And like I have, I estimate I could, I probably have a hundred joke jokes that I could draw on if I, if we started telling them. They're funny, I man. I could probably tell a hundred of them. I, I'm, maybe this isn't the best. I keep hearing new ones. <laughs> you got I saw, one? I can't, I don't, not worth it. Oh, no, no. I thought, I thought you were no, going to tell No, I was going to say I saw Burt Kreischer, who's probably got 50 street jokes ready at any time. Yeah, but, oh, we should have had Bird on there, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. I didn't but, know he's a joke, joke guy. Well, he had, I saw him do a show, and somebody got mouthy with him walking out, which I'm like, who gets mouthy with Bert Kreischer? That was weird. But uh, they were like, you're not funny. Say something funny, and I'll stay. And he goes, I got one. And he, I can't effing remember it, but he dropped a, a he joke. He dropped a joke, joke. joke. And they died laughing. He goes, you got to stay. And they did. And they stayed. It almost looked staged. It and then he so started good. his material again and, and they right left. back into his material. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And then they flipped him off and walked out the back door. So. Fuck you, Bert. Well, oh, that's happens, funny, man. What happens if all of those go? If all of those projects go? 
do you do you have to cut some of them down or can you can you spend I think all I can plates? do I think I could do them all. Yeah. I, I guess think so. scheduling and yeah. Yeah, it's not like we have to shoot them all at the same time. True. You know. Like if Cash Cab we we shoot for a, a month and a half. Mhm. And then we're done with you know for quite a while. I could go right. and do something else and a lot of irons in the fire. That's the way to be. It's the only way to be. I well I it's not even like a it's just a creative drive. Like I've just I have idea I constantly have ideas for stuff that I like, you know. And I've been honing my the way I think about this stuff for years and it's like I I have good ideas that I that I want to explore often. Don't so stop. I'm just trying to keep keep doing it, you know. That's fantastic. Trying to make as many of these things as I can before I die. Wait. <laughs> I don't want to leave them somebody? on the board. Even at the highest levels, you can't sit there and wait for somebody to bring you some cool idea because somebody else is already going to jump on it. Someone's going to jump on it, yeah. And odds are somebody's already doing, you know, something, you know, along the lines. Like I start another project I'm working on. <laughs> uh, it's a documentary about joke jokes, which is called, it's called The Funniest Joke Ever to Be Written. So I'm getting people, I've been taping comics and, and others telling me their favorite joke joke. For several years, I have like I have a lot of people on film doing it. And yeah, the idea was to make a documentary about what makes these jokes funny, and then write the ultimate joke joke, like right. the best one of all time. Turns out someone did this very similar thing, really, to what I'm doing a, a while ago. A comic, yeah, and he came up with this amazing joke. He wrote this incredible joke. It's yeah. it's so it's so fucking funny. And it, you're just like, how does this get formulated? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, well, that one I know. I'm like, oh, this guy did a similar thing to what I'm doing. And I heard someone said that Norm Macdonald is doing a similar thing about sense. joke jokes. The conversation uh, we're having a conversation about that documentary is what spawned this other show. Mm -hmm. Because there's another guy in the room who knows a lot of joke jokes. We started telling him. Four hours later, we're all like half drunk and la and our si our sides were hurting from laughing, just dying. And yeah. the guy from the club goes, "I think this is a show, man. Why don't we make a show out of this?" So, <laughs> That's so it's legendary, like, man. It was it was so fun, man. We that, we yeah. laughed. And if you get to do that too, I mean, that's just one more excuse to hang out with creative people and do yeah. entertaining things. Yeah, and it, it just fell together. Like it was like, oh well, we, these guys maybe uh, let me call these guys and maybe they'll shoot it and. Like in a, in a month, we had a whole crew and a production team, and we actually shot it already. That's why you hang out in L.A. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> making things happen. Man. Yeah, yeah. So it's been really good, and I have high hopes for a lot of these different things. I know? have high hopes for just hearing all this stuff. Super <laughs> exciting, man. Thanks for coming by. It was so you good bet. to see you. And, yeah, you uh, too, man. Funny Bone all weekend long. Yeah, Follow well, just up. Friday, Saturday, no Sunday show. Yeah, just okay. so people know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then Twitter's always good at. Uh, I'm real Ben Bailey real on Bailey. all social media. I just have been posting a lot of new stand-up clips to my YouTube. Nice. Which is Ben Bailey or Ben Bailey Comedy, I think. Uh, they can find them out there. So, and all my tour dates are up there. I got stuff uh, through next July. It's <laughs> good to be in demand, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel good about how things are are going right now. You know, just trying to keep on an even keel and keep moving forward and keep those plates know. spinning and have and have fun i'm trying to remember to have fun yes like get so caught time. up in work it's like I, i'm supposed <laughs> to be having fun <laughs> right you yeah, know like i get paid to make people laugh i should enjoy it too yeah right? well i was getting caught up in like uh you know i found I, I i like looked at how i was spending my time and i was like i'm mm -hmm. doing office work yep and because there's a lot of 
stuff that goes along with all these things. I'm like, I'm doing that. I'm doing promotion. Yep. I'm doing marketing. I'm doing. I'm booking travel for myself. I'm like, something's not right here. Right. I need to. I need to be focused on. I have all these creative endeavors that I want to work on. I need to focus on those. So, mm-hmm. I have now hired a whole. I have a whole a team. team of people That's that great. are doing that other stuff for me. Yeah. And I'm able to like. I can actually sit down and write jokes. That's a great level to be at. Yeah, it, feel, it feels good. I hope it works because I'm, I'm paying. I have to pay all of them. <laughs> They're not just volunteering. You know? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> They're expecting a check. Yeah, yeah, totally. God, but, that's the truth. And the creative stuff always gets cut first. So that's good. It does. Know. It does. Yeah. And, that, and that's where your focus is supposed to be in this, in this thing. And it's, we were just talking about how it's changed. We all have to be our own promoters. And like, there's so much more to it than there ever used to be. It is, it, and simultaneously, it's easiest for access. Anybody with a phone can become a YouTube star or something yeah. to a degree. Yeah. And it, you have that happening, but at the same time, guys like you who are established and all that, you got to go hustle and play the game too. Got to hustle different and, levels. Yeah, I got to be in the mix. You got to keep yourself in there. You know, yeah. it's all it's all in here in the phones and the tablets or whatever. And uh, I was very late getting to that front because i was doing cash cab and i was like i don't need sure who i don't need twitter <laughs> and then i was like oh this twitter thing might catch on yeah. <laughs> it's already been huge for five years so i'm like oh, maybe i should start up a, a counter you know? might have something here so yeah we'll so follow I, you on there yeah follow please follow me everyone on all the social media Everything. and uh come out to a live show and yeah man Rock it out, man. Ben Bailey, everybody. We are live, live, live. We are live.